Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day 13 of our 21 Days of Discipleship devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is John chapter 13, verses 4 and 5, and it says this. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into the basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. The devotional is titled, Wash Feet, and it says this. Our takeaway today is pretty simple, and it comes from Jesus' example. At an important dinner known as the Last Supper, Jesus breaks a bunch of normal customs and rules by standing up, taking off his robe, which was a symbol of his status as a teacher, and washing his disciples' feet. Jesus, the most powerful person in the room, in any room for that matter, chooses the lowliest of tasks to show us the greatest kind of love. 24 feet later, Jesus sits back down and says in John 13, verses 14 through 15, And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. Does this mean you literally have to peel your buddy's socks off and give them a foot bath right now? No, no. Go ahead and unplug your nose. It does mean, however, that you are willing to humble yourself to that place in order to serve and love others. The kind of love Jesus was about is a love that takes action. It doesn't stay seated when there's a need to be met or an opportunity to do good. This is why Jesus stood up from the table. Often, following him will require us to take a stand when it's easier to stay seated. Are you willing? Jesus' love is also a love that crosses lines. By taking off his robe and doing the job given to the rookie servants, Jesus crossed all kinds of cultural lines. Following him often means laying aside cultural norms and embracing a better way, the way of love. Jesus' love takes action, crosses lines, and goes the extra mile. Seriously, Jesus still washed their feet, even though he was about to carry a cross. Don't miss this, because that's ridiculous. Jesus knew he was about to literally go through hell, yet he chose to start that journey by lowering himself to the place of a servant. Can you imagine all that was on his mind, all that was on his heart? And still, he washes every foot in the room. That's so humbling and challenging to think about. This kind of love made Jesus altogether different. It makes us different too. No wonder that later in this chapter, Jesus tells his followers that the world will know who he is by how we love. Yeah, this one is really humbling for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. But something that I was feeling as you were reading is like, okay, we know what God wants from us. Why don't we do that? Like, for example, in my relationship with Tori, or even taking care of Micah, or you think about any relationship that you have, whether it's your parents or your friends, your teachers, whatever that may be, you get to understand what people hope and expect from you. Mm -hmm. And you like to do those things because you know it'll make them happy. Like Tori likes it when I make her breakfast. So I like to make her breakfast. You know what I mean? I don't always like to cook that early, but I like to do it because it'll make her happy. But when God says, take this lowly position 
and serve one another. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are we not doing that more? And some of us might be doing that. But the thing that strikes me is like, well, here we are. You know, we're all just trying to make ourselves beautiful. We're trying to make ourselves worthy of love. We're trying to get followers. We're trying to go after the most prestigious careers. And I'm not knocking any of that stuff. What I am saying is, is that are we also willing mm-hmm. to get down and wash someone's feet metaphorically? Or right. are we too big for those things? Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was not too big to bend down and wash his disciples' right. feet. And so for us, even in our own journey through throughout life, we have all of our different things we go through, all of our accolades, all of our desires. Are we willing to shelf that for a moment and say, this is a moment where I need to be in a lowly position to serve somebody when it's not about me, it's about them. Yeah. But we get caught up in only doing things that are actually going to serve us, not serve others. Right. Yeah. There was a quote that a pastor of mine used to always say. He said, if you're too big to serve, then you're too small to lead. Wow. You got to say that again. If you're too big to serve, then you're too small to lead. Wow. And it was such a gut check because I think a lot of people think, okay, well now I've achieved this status. So I don't want to help put the chairs away, or I don't want to help do this inside of whatever ministry you're a part of, or even your family life. Well, I'm, I'm doing this, so I shouldn't have to like do the dishes or I shouldn't have to change my baby's diaper, whatever that task you're thinking of might be. We are never too big to serve. And I love that Jesus just shows us this in so many different places in the Bible where he takes himself, where he could have came in totally prideful. I mean, even like we were talking about yesterday, the day before, as he rides in on a donkey instead of like a stallion or a steed or a lion or like something wild, it's, it's taking that stance of of humbling ourselves to remember who we are in the kingdom. And that doesn't mean like you are nobody because you are somebody to God, but it's that, um, that heart posture, like that servant's heart that is honestly going to bless your life and bless the lives of the people that you love. Um, I don't want you to think like, oh, I have to lower myself and now my life is going to stink, right? No, Mm -hmm. like as you lower yourself, as you humble yourself and you serve, your life will be enriched because we are more blessed to give than we are to receive. And I can tell you some of the most joyous times I've had in my life are in those places of servanthood and not trying to to be on a platform or be boastful about things that have happened in you know my life or whatever. I mm-hmm. feel like the times that are really special to me are in those like hidden places that no one's watching. Yeah. And one last little thing before we pray on out was that I, I think this is a great practice for us to like genuinely, I mean, not that Tori has to go wash my feet right now, but (laughs) no, as I think that making sure that you're taking the place of a servant in your community, in your household and whatever that may be, because I think something else it does for us is it reminds us that this life is not about us. Right. It's about God. It's about worshiping him. It's about glorifying him. And so it's kind of a great way to detach from that. Want to pray something out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you um, for the example you set through Jesus, Lord, that we, as we take a place of servanthood, that our lives will be more blessed because of it. And we'll remember our place in your kingdom, God. Help us not be too big to serve, but help us have eyes to see where we can serve instead. Lord, help us to do this today. 
We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Chip, chip, cheerio. Cheerio.